You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Press Zone Philadelphia right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. Uh, the Press Zone Philadelphia is a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network and we are so uh, glad to be part of that group of fine people and we are so glad that you are here with us this week uh, for another great episode of the Press Zone Philadelphia. I'm your host, the lead correspondent here at the AHL Report. My name is Amy Johnson and I'm joined each and every week uh, by Rick Stevens. He's my tremendous co-host and also the founder and uh, editor-in-chief of all of our Rocket Sports Media websites. Welcome. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. We're right in the midst of uh, playoff hockey, third round playoff hockey, bit of uh, uh, NBA playoffs, some tennis uh, as well. I know you're watching on the weekend. Uh, yes, I was actually watched... Um on Thursday and Friday, I actually watched the um, the women's and the men's semifinals. Um, particularly was, of course, wanted to tune in for Djokovic versus Nadal, um, which was one of the, like, I don't throw these kinds of phrases at, out too often. I've watched tennis, well, I'm not going to date myself by saying how many years, but a long time since I was in high school. Um, and it was probably one of the most epic matches I've I've watched. I mean, it was just two guys still at the top of their game, just grinding it out. It was a tremendous match. Um, so, yeah, you know, lots of sports happening right now. Um, Sixers still going. Round two. Can they do it? I know all of Philadelphia is waiting with bated breath. Officiating wasn't uh, officiating wasn't great. Uh, hasn't been great in this series. That's a big complaint. Um, can Joel Embiid, can Ben Simmons, can those guys pull it out? We are going to have to wait and see. Um, but I would imagine, if I were a betting person, and oh wait, <laughs> I am. I would imagine that uh, the sports books in Philly have been pretty busy. Uh, but uh, don't forget, Sportsbook is only just a, a tap of your fingertips away on your phone with DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it's not only my favorite sportsbook, but it's also America's top-rated sportsbook. Um, I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because uh, it's easy to navigate. It's got 
plenty of instructions if you're a new better. Um, and there's like nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. Um, my friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and uh, I know you will too. Uh, you Listen to, to this great offer that, that, that they've got going on right now. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. How could that be? Hmm. But that's right. Pick any basketball team that's still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Now, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if you do, you'll claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in-site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And again, that's promo code THPN. Stands for the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, and I would bet... Uh, you know, you could for for Philly fans, you could think of this in one of two ways. You could place a one dollar bet on the Sixers, and if they win, yay! Not only have the Sixers won, but you get a hundred bucks in site credits. Or you could uh, kind of hedge your bet and place a one dollar bet on the opposition to win. And if they do, okay, that's not great for the Sixers. But hey, you won a hundred dollars in site credits, so <laughs> maybe it'll take the sting out a little bit, you know. So, or just make a dollar bet on both and. Let's <laughs> see, see what happens. To turn two dollars into a hundred dollars, you know why not? I don't know. Um, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, first off, we're going to catch up with some Philadelphia Flyers and uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms news. Um, got some signings to talk about uh, in the goaltending department, and uh, already some of the pending RFAs are getting re-signed. So we'll talk a little bit about that and. And uh, we're going to pose the question, since the rumor mill is churning out there. Uh, you know, they say Dougie Hamilton and Seth Jones are uh, both available. Are either one of them really a good fit for Philadelphia? Are they guys that Chuck Fletcher should go after? Well, Rick and I are going to talk about that just a little bit. Uh, and then in our second segment, when we go around the AHL, we've got some AHL news for you. Uh, this year's Yannick Dupre Memorial Award winner has been announced, and it's a really special uh, choice this year by the league of who will be the the award winner of the Yannick Dupre Memorial. Um, and uh, so we'll talk about that a bit Um as well as some ECHL news, uh, the latest brand launching for one of the new ECHL teams has happened. The Trois-Rivières team that's uh, coming to Quebec this fall has announced their team name and brand and logo and their branding package, as well as named their first head coach. Uh, and so we'll uh, take you through all of that as well. And, of course, we've got a feel-good finale to send you merrily upon your way off into the world today. Sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. Uh, so the first the, the first thing we want to talk about is just uh, some of the signings that have taken place. Um, and this first one, I'm going to admit, we actually 
had this story in last week's episode and we ended up cutting it because news was changing minute by minute. And it was just like, you know what, we have to wait and see how this all plays out and then we can talk about it. Um, Flyers signed goaltender Felix Sandstrom. Uh, Now we know that Felix Sandstrom um, played with the Phantoms this year, um, did have some time that he didn't play, whether it was, uh, you know, Alex Lyon coming down for a conditioning stint or some some injury time off, those types of things. Uh, but he did play, and and once he was playing consistently towards the end of the season, he was he was posting some pretty decent uh, performances, um, getting a little bit more consistent with with the regular ice time. Uh, the Flyers have signed him to a one-year two-way contract, um, so we can expect to see him in Lehigh Valley with the Phantoms uh, again next year. The thing that was so bizarre about this was the day before that, um, European news hockey news outlets had announced, and the team had announced, um, that he had signed a one-year deal to play in Europe. Uh, that the Flyers would retain his rights, but that he was going to go over to Europe and play over there. And and Rick, you and I talked uh, at the time about how this was a really bizarre move. Um, while sure, there are plenty of guys who are choosing to, to play in Europe again next year, um, for Felix Sandstrom coming off a, a decent season with the Phantoms, not knowing what the goaltending situation is going to be for the Flyers and, and the Phantoms next year, are they going to bring Alex Lyon back? He's UFA this year. Um, there's there's probably strong indications, particularly now that Sandstrom uh, has has signed that that Alex Lyon won't be back. Um, but with all of those uncertainties, if you want to keep the upward trajectory of heading towards potentially an NHL career, suddenly cutting in and going to Europe didn't seem like the the way to go. And so it was this, it was a strange announcement. And then 24 hours later, the Flyers come out and say, nope. He's not going to Europe. We signed him, and he'll be with the Phantoms. So it was a weird 24 hours. Very peculiar. Um, and we we said that uh, this this doesn't make sense. And it no. proved, <laughs> proved uh, to be correct because it didn't make sense. Um, and so, and, and well, and the very, the other weird thing about it was that that was the same day if you remember on last week's show, we had extensive audio for you from uh, Ian LaPerriere and Chuck Fletcher um, at their press conference in Allentown when Ian LaPerriere was uh, named the uh, next head coach of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And so um, Chuck Fletcher, Sam Carcitti from the Philadelphia Inquirer asked Chuck Fletcher in that press conference, okay, uh, it's Sandstrom has allegedly signed uh, to play over in Europe. Uh, you know, are, are you guys in talks with him? What's the plan going forward? And Chuck Fletcher not only didn't mention anything about the fact that the very next day, you know, a signing, the signing announcement was going to come back. Uh, he acknowledged it. Yes, we've talked to Felix. Uh, there's a plan in place. Um he needs to have consistent ice time. He performed well this year, um, but he needs consistency in his ice time. And as Fletcher said a week ago in this press conference with Ustamenko and now um, Samuel Urson being signed, um, and as Fl- Chuck Fletcher also said, and we still don't know what we're going, what 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 we're doing with Alex Lyon. Um, 
he gave the reasoning for Felix Sandstrom, Sandstrom signing over in Europe as that way he's going to get guaranteed ice time um, at a consistent level and can build on his game. Well, okay, so it made a little more sense and, and was, you know, it was still a head scratcher, but um, but at least it had some rhyme and reason from the GM and it sounded like there was a plan in place. And so then after that, <laughs> the announcement comes out, nope, scratch that. So it was just, I, the news for one was bizarre, but then the double down of the GM to talk openly about the plan and what it was. And then suddenly the next day it was, com- it was the complete opposite. Yeah, I didn't really buy that reason from from the GM um, because why not arrange for him to have the amount of ice time you want him to have on yeah. this side? Um, I know. Anyway, it's weird. Uh, at the so end of the day, we, we, there's still a full house, right? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, who knows? According to Chuck Fletcher, quote, you know, um, don't know what they're doing. What's what's going to happen with Alex Lyon yet? So, are they going to try to bring Alex Lyon back in some capacity? I can't see how that even works. I can't see why Alex Lyon would want to, um, unless he's guaranteed something. Um, so you've got then Sandstrom, Ustamenko, and Samuel Erson. Now, granted, uh, you know you you're gonna one of those guys is at least one of those guys is going to go down to Reading uh, for for some time. Um, but yeah. There's a there's a full carousel cell waiting for rotation. That's for sure. And a shopping list to look for a, a new backup for Carter. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be Alex Lyon. Ale- Alex Lyon isn't, and that's not a knock on Alex Lyon. It's just that obvi- you need multiple sources have said the Flyers need to go out and will likely go out and look for an experienced NHL goaltender who's just younger than Elliot. Um, so that in case they need, you know, in case there is an injury or something to that effect and they need to ride the backup a little longer than than just a game or two here and there, um, that they won't run into the issues that they did with Moose towards the end of the season where he was being called upon so much that it was starting to turn into a, a negative in terms of his ability to perform at the top of his game. So there's still a lot of questions. <laughs> Philly goaltending questions? No, hmm. never. <laughs> um, we are getting some questions answered, though, on some pending RFAs. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers announced this week that they have re-signed both Lena Sandine and German Rupsov, uh, both pending RFAs. Uh, they each get a one-year two-way contract for an AAV of $750,000. Um, now, Sandine... Played with the Phantoms this year. Uh, he did a a decent job. Um, he uh, he played 26 games uh, for the Phantoms this year with 10 points, six goals, and four assists. Um, he seemed to he seemed to look better towards the end of the season than he did at the beginning of the season. Um, and he was out for a bit with with an injury as well. Um, so. It will be uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can build on that going into next year. German Rupsoff is an interesting case. Um, German Rupsoff has has had 
his difficulties with injuries. He spent all of this year in the KHL playing for uh, on loan to HK Sochi. Um, he had three goals and eight assists in 46 games played. Not a hugely productive season for German Rupsov. Um, he had spent most of the prior year um, playing for Lehigh Valley, um, two goals and 11 assists in 42 games that season, uh, and did have a, a brief four-game call-up to the Flyers. Um, now, to be honest, Rick, I thought that Rupsoff would be one like David Kasha, who has elected to go play uh, back in the Czech Republic Um but I believe the Flyers are retaining his rights. Uh, I, I expected Rupsoff to be another one of those who would elect to play over in Europe again, but um, but perhaps this signing is a better move if, if he does choose to come back to North America, attend training camp, and, and put in some time with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. His, uh, at the time, in 2016, he was a late first-round pick, and, and the pick was thought to be a, a smart one. Uh, mm-hmm. Rupsoff is is kind of a puck possession kind of guy. He's he's a good playmaker. Um, he can be um, a good penalty kill guy, a, a good 200-foot player, and, and uh, but he just hasn't progressed um, as, as the Flyers have expected him to. That's correct. Uh, in fact, um, our, our friend and colleague Bill Meltzer um, had an article out today um, talking a little bit about about this signing, um, you know, and mentioned that it's the injuries seem to have really not only from a an actual chronological delay in his development for the time, all the time that he's continually having to spend rehabbing uh, off of injury. But, uh, you know, Bill theorizes too that it's it's made him a bit more of a passive player Uh, perhaps there is a a confidence issue there uh, about you know maybe a fear of re-injuring and and that type of thing so I I I think that you know from what we saw of German Rupsoff when he was here I I still think that there's upside there Um, the the key is going to be can he capitalize on it can can he get his confidence can he stay healthy build on his confidence and actually get something going. Um, and if he can, and if he can do that while he stateside, um, that would be a boon to him and to the flyers, uh, in, in making sure that this former first round pick, uh, is able to come through in his development. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting to watch, but Good to see both Rupsoff and Sandine uh, signed to contract extensions. Really, the other thing that we want to talk about in this segment, Rick, is, uh, you know, we just mentioned Chuck Fletcher. We've we all know Chuck Fletcher needs to be busy this offseason. That's not something that I don't think anyone would disagree with who covers the Flyers or who follows the Flyers, uh, that Fletcher has not been active enough in past off seasons and this year. After this past season, um, no holds can be barred. I think, <laughs> uh, the, you know, as we as you mentioned, they need to fi- he needs to find a backup, a solid backup goaltender for Carter Hart, uh, and a major piece of of defense needs to be added. Um, and so, right now, uh, there are, of course, the rumors floating around that Dougie Hamilton and Seth Jones are both available, and of course. 
Um, you've got Flyers fans on social media at both ends of the spectrum, those who are clamoring for one of those guys and those who are saying, please, God, no, Chuck, don't don't, don't make a trade or do a deal for, for either of those two guys. Um, so, Rick, I guess my question is, would either of them be a good fit for the Philadelphia Flyers in your, in your eyes? Well, um, I, I think uh, everybody thinks thought that uh, the, the, the Flyers, uh, you know, when, when the name Dougie Hamilton came up, that the Flyers would be in on it in um, Elliot Friedman's uh, 31 Thoughts, and, and Elliot Friedman's pretty plugged in. He said um, th- that he, he thought, too, that uh, the Flyers would be in on Hamilton, uh, but um, his information is that he's not on... He's not one of their top uh, targets at all. Um, mm. He said that that Seth Jones uh, might be. Um, Seth Jones is is uh, you know uh, has been a workhorse. Um, he doesn't have any fans whatsoever in the analytics community uh, about his game. Um, Elliot Friedman uh, mentioned uh, Matt Dumba, uh, which Chuck Fletcher would be uh, well fam- familiar with. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Dumba, um, but he also mentions uh, Coyotes' uh, first-round uh, pick in 2019, Victor Soderstrom. Um, he said that the Flyers liked him at the 2019 uh, draft, and uh, Arizona flip picks with Flyers to move up and take Soderstrom. So um, that's an interesting name that we haven't heard uh, from in the Flyers rumor mill, but but brought up today. Uh, by Elliot Friedman. It will be it will be interesting. I know uh, some folks uh, today on in on Flyers Twitter were were talking about uh, the the qualities, good, bad, or indifferent of of Ristolainen because Ristolainen's one name that's been floating around as well. Um, Chuck Fletcher needs to find not a middling. And I'm not saying Ristolainen is a middling defenseman, but he needs a solid, like, absolute slam dunk defenseman. And if he has to, you know, if if there's other smaller moves to add to the defensive core after that 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 take place, um, sure, great, go ahead. But the but you have to have the big piece first. That defense has to be shored up, and you need kind of a big franchise-type defenseman to to take over that back end and be the guy that you can depend on and the guy that can pull that core together. Um, so I'm... <laughs> Uh, Elliot also mentions in his column that uh, with respect to Ristolainen, that New Jersey, uh, and this is coming from multiple um, um, sources, that uh, New Jersey has interest in Ristolainen. Mm. And uh, that if that doesn't work out, Elliot said, uh, maybe uh, Shane Gostaspear. Ooh. Well. Just don't trade for P.K. Subban. Please don't trade for Blake Case Subban. Please, 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 please. That's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. I think. I think this is going to be. Uh, I think every move that Chuck Fletcher makes this summer is going to be like dropping a grenade. Uh, it's. It's going to be polarizing. No matter what the decision is, it's going to be. Um, 
it's going to be talked about <laughs> nonstop, uh, and and a lot is riding on on the decisions and deals he's able to to put through this season. So we will see. Um, we'd love to know what you think. If if you have a preference, you know, do you like Dougie Hamilton? Do you like Seth Jones? Do you like Ristolainen? Do you have another name on your list that you think the Flyers should go after? Uh, tweet us at the Flyers Report on Twitter. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll share them with our uh, fellow Flyers followers and, and get the conversation going there on social media, of course. Uh, it's going to be entertaining, that's that's for sure. Uh, all right, well, with that, we are going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to go around the AHL. Uh, we've got a bit of AHL news in uh, a very special group of winners for this year's Yannick Dupre Memorial Award for the league. We've also got ECHL news with one of the newest uh, ECHL franchises that is going to uh, debut this this fall. They've got a new name and a new logo and a new head coach. So we're going to take you through all of that and more when we return. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. The Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM, its team, and its portfolio of brands at rocketsportsmedia.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. Find us on Twitter at The AHL Report. Check out our original game photography on Instagram at AHL Report and watch our exclusive video interviews with players, coaches, and other notable hockey names on our YouTube channel at All Habs. Just remember to turn on notifications so that you never miss a video. The AHL Report, your premier source for Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and all American Hockey League news. Rocket Sports Media is currently recruiting talented, motivated, and committed people to join our team. If you're a student wishing to gain experience, a young professional interested in broadening your credentials, an experienced hockey mind looking for a platform to share your expertise, or a passionate fan looking to contribute to our publications by connecting with fellow hockey fans, we want to hear from you. If you are bright, loyal, passionate, and willing to dedicate yourself to a remarkable team, visit AHLReport.com and click the Join Our Team tab at the top of the page today. And welcome back to the Press Zone right here on Rocket Sports Media and the AHL Report. We're so glad you're here with us. Uh, are you following us on Twitter? Shame on you if you're not. It only takes a moment. Make sure you're following at the AHL Report on Twitter. You can also follow this podcast on Twitter at the Press Zone. Uh, you can find my fabulous co-host Rick over at All Habs at All Habs on Twitter. Me, you can find me at flyers rules. So just go on a little follow spree and make sure you've hit the follow button on all of those. We'd love to have you along uh, and feel free to reach out uh, to any of those accounts uh, throughout the week. If you've got questions, comments, or reactions to anything hockey related, we'd love to hear from you. 
Uh, and so now we want to go around the AHL and just bring you up to speed. Uh, we've got a bit of AHL news. We've also got a bit of ECHL news uh, to talk about today. Uh, and so first we'll take care of the American Hockey League. Now every year the AHL uh, announces the winner of the Yannick Dupre Memorial Award. Um, this is uh, Typically, it's, it acknowledges a player as the IOA American Specialty AHL Man of the Year for his outstanding contributions to his local community. This year, the league decided to do something different, and I really have to commend them for the for their choice in this, uh, because the winner that they chose this year uh, is an individual, or in this case, a group of individuals uh, that uh, many times have a thankless job, and in a year like we've just uh, experienced, um, had a, an enormously great amount of responsibility uh, and for whom the season really couldn't have been possible. And so this year, the league was pleased to recognize the head athletic trainers from all 31 member clubs of the AHL. Um, as it says in their press release, you know, in addition to their day-to-day -day responsibilities, you know, the general health and wellness of the players and prevention and treatment and rehabbing injuries uh, and so on and so forth, uh, the athletic trainers and athletic therapists um, also were the ones responsible for doing all of the COVID testing, monitoring, um, administering the, the COVID-19 protocols for their team. Um, and so without them, really this season wouldn't have been able to happen. Um, I, I do appreciate though that the AHL says in their release that they also acknowledge the assistant athletic trainers, the equipment managers and staffs and the team doctors and medical staffs. All of those people working behind the scenes do a tremendous amount of work day to day as it is just to keep uh, an AHL team up and running every day. This year, it was a, a mountain of extra work, um, and in a in in quite frankly a scary time. And so, congratulations to all of them. In particular, uh, for our listeners, I'd like to to give a big congratulations and thank you to Glenn Kinney, the head athletic therapist for the Laval Rocket, and as well Brian Grogeski, uh, who holds the same position for the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Um, but they and all of their counterparts across the league, Rick, I think. Um, I think this was a very, very respectable and commendable thing for the AHL to do to honor these these uh, these folks with this award. And thirty-one well well deserving uh, winners of the award. Uh, the extra burden that these folks had was enormous, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, the burn it, burden and the responsibility, um, you know, of of keeping these teams safe, and uh, some of the some of the individuals had the extra uh, task of doing it in unfamiliar territory. Uh, That's right. Because several of the AHL teams were working out of um, uh, d different buildings. Um, I think of, of the Stockton heat who, who had to move to Calgary and, and, uh, the Laval rocket who were operating out of the, uh, the bell center, uh, the, uh, Manitoba moose, uh, the same, um, th this, this was, uh, for all teams. It was, uh, it was, a, a, a tremendous effort to keep everyone, both players and staff safe. And, and, uh, 
a great gesture by the league in uh, honoring all of these individuals. Absolutely. Um, you know, speaking to that, in one of, uh, on the Laval Rockets side of things, I know we, uh, their head coach, Joel Bouchard, mentioned uh, in press conferences often how, how much work uh, Glenn Kinney and, and staff were doing behind the scenes, but also detailed for us when asked, you know, as you say, working out of some odd conditions, you know, you think of whether it was Manitoba or uh, Binghamton working out of practice facilities uh, hours away from from their towns. Um, for Laval, you know, they were they were working out of the Bell Center, which is a beautiful NHL arena, but they had to trans their section. It's not like they were down in the team dressing rooms. They had to transform one of these big, beautiful restaurants into the Laval AHL dressing room and 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 athletic therapy um, uh, area and training facilities and training facilities. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, that's a little odd, and it, it it creates extra challenges. So, congratulations to all thirty one uh, who who are acknowledged uh, with that award. Uh, it really, uh, really a commendable job by the league in recognizing that uh, without those folks, this season could not have uh, worked the way that it did. So congratulations to them. In ECHL news, we recently, a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned that the new Iowa ECHL franchise had announced uh, its branding. They are the Iowa Heartlanders, and we we broke all of that down for you. And it's uh, been with much anticipation that folks have been waiting to hear about the Montreal Canadiens' new ECHL affiliate located in Trois-Rivières, Quebec. Um, and uh, as of this past week, they have also made their branding launch. They will be called the Trois-Rivières Lion, excuse me, Lions, um, and they have, I, I will admit their logo is, um, it's pretty striking. It's a uh, black, uh, kind of a, a, a dark purple background with a white and silver lion's head in the shape of the fleur-de-lis, uh, which is notoriously the symbol for Quebec. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, you see that um, you've got the fleur-de-lis, uh, the, the silver, coloring in the lion's face is allegedly supposed to represent a, a metallic cover for iron, um, saying that the metal plated lion is an homage to the key industry of that region. There is, if you look at the lion's forehead that is shaped in the tuft of a torch, uh, which of course for Montreal Canadiens fans will be significant. Um, and uh, just um, really, really striking. In fact, Rick, I like this part of the press release. It says it's stylish. It's stylish mustache pays tribute to Sieur La Violette, founder of the city in 1634. So I didn't realize um, that the they lion went to the extra mile. Yeah. They, I didn't realize that the lion had a mustache until I read that, and then I relooked at the logo, and I'm like, okay, this lion has a mustache, and that's kind of funny. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a very nice looking logo. Uh, I think it's so far it seems to have been pretty well well received by fans so far. And it's interesting that the this the the symbol the the lion um, the two teams we feature here on uh, the press zone uh, the two organizations are the Philadelphia Flyers and the Montreal Canadiens and for their ECHL affiliates both use the symbol of the lion. Um, 
That's right. The Reading Royals. Uh, Which win- also have a purple color scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and, go ahead. And, and the Trois Rivières Lions. That's right. Uh, you know, and, and for those who aren't familiar with the Reading Royals, uh, the royal is in, is a nod to, you know, the, the king of the jungle, the royalty, royalty of the jungle the is the lion. Kingdom, yeah. Right. Is is the lion. Um, their mascot is a, is a lion. Um, so it's uh, little similarities there. It's kind of it's kind of fun. But um Really, really exciting to get that uh, to get that underway, um, Rick. I know uh, some folks have asked, "What's the significant? You know, the the lions. Like, where did that come from?" And there is a historical um, a historical reference there. Correct. Uh, the the name belonged to the the only uh, pro team that's uh, ever played in Trois Rivières, uh, so was is now a continuation of that. That's right. It was back in the late 1950s uh, that there was a, a Trois Rivières Lions team, and so they have resurrected that for this team. It's very exciting. Uh, we will. Uh, Mark Waitman, of course, is the president and CEO of the team. Um, we. Uh, our, our listeners will be familiar with him uh, from the AHL report when he worked, uh, when he was heading up things in Laval for the Laval Rocket AHL team. Uh, and so uh, we are going to be speaking with Mark Waitman, uh, and he may be joining us on next week's show, so you don't want to miss a minute of that. And so as people get excited for this inaugural season of the Trois-Rivières Lions, um, more news will be coming out uh, week to week uh, to get fans excited. And and this week, uh, the news was the announcement of their first head coach for the team. Uh, and he is none other than Eric Belanger, a former NHLer. Um, and uh, Rick, it will be, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he traverses this, this first head coaching position at the pro hockey level. Eric Belanger has um, you know, 820 games of NHL experience, 167 games at the AHL level. Um, his coaching resume is a little light. Um, his coaching has, has been primarily uh, midget AAA in, in Quebec. And, um, but uh, he was a teammate of uh, GM Marc-Andre Bergeron. And uh, so the two have obviously developed a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, he was a teammate of, um, of uh, Canadians uh, executive Scott Mellonby. Um, and uh, most recently, um, Eric Belanger has been a, a, an RDS analyst. And so um, following that, uh, Joel Bouchard, media analyst uh, <laughs> to, to head coach uh, path. Um, if you're looking for Eric Belanger on Twitter, uh, easy to find at Belly2020. Belly2020. B-E-L-L-Y 2020. <laughs> He might need to change that. <laughs> it might be on a to-do list. But uh, congratulations to Eric Belanger, uh, first head coach of the franchise ever. Um, that'll that'll be something that he'll uh, get to be proud of for a long time. And uh, looking forward to seeing how, uh, how he heads up this team uh, in their inaugural season. Very exciting. So I think that I think there's still one more ECHL franchise that we haven't found out a name for yet so there's more excitement coming mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so with that uh you know it's it, the, we are it's it's hard to believe we're down to four teams left in the stanley cup playoffs that we're into the semifinals already um 
you know, the, the finals are going to be here before you know it, but enjoy every it's, I like this, uh, this part of the playoffs because you get one series to focus on every night. Um, and so it's on alternate alternating nights. You know, you're either going to get Habs versus the Golden Knights or you're going to get uh, Tampa Bay versus the New York Islanders. So, uh, you know, we want you to enjoy each and every bit of it. Uh, but we also want to be sure that you're coming back here every week, every Tuesday for all the latest news. So be sure you subscribe. Head over to thepresszone.fm uh, if you need to catch up on any previously missed episodes. Uh, you certainly can are always welcome to go back into our archive. Whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to, uh, you want to just look down and make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Um and Rick, uh, some exciting news! I I get to uh, I get to play co-host of our other sister podcast with you this week. That's true. The Canadians Connection. Uh, every Saturday, we focus on the Montreal Canadiens, and uh, my co-host um, Joe Whalen is uh, taking the week off, and and uh, so. Um, I know he'll be thrilled that that you were able to step into uh, his shoes uh, for this week. Always excited to uh, for an opportunity to to try to fill Joseph's shoes. He does a tremendous job hosting hosting Canadians Connection with you. But uh, if uh, if you're into the Montreal Canadiens, you certainly don't want to miss uh, a single episode of that. Comes out every Saturday, and uh, as as we said, I'll be I'll be guesting as a co-host this coming week. Um, Rick, really. The big thing is a feel-good finale for this week. It's Father's Day this weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers, yeah. uh, all the the uh, the men that are in our lives, and and uh, we'll be thinking of them and wishing them well on that day. Absolutely, enjoy uh, every minute of your weekend. Hug your family a little tighter. Stay safe out there, uh, and of course, enjoy hockey. Enjoy the playoffs for the rest of this week and we will see you back here again next week for another very special episode of the press zone right here on rocket sports radio click subscribe to never miss an episode of the press zone on rocket sports radio visit ahlreport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects